reading from the Gospel of Matthew, the 11th chapter. Now when Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and proclaim his message in their cities. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal places. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John came. And if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. Let anyone with ears listen. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet, wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. The light shines in the darkness. Grace and peace to you, dear friends, from God and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. I believe I've shared with you that I have a fascination for the World War II era, particularly the life and times of those living in England during that time. I'm sure this deep-down fascination has a great deal to do with my family of origin and the mystery surrounding nearly one half of my family. In my free time, I greatly enjoy television series, films, and books about the women of World War II, their perseverance, their passion, and their ability to rise above is encouraging and hopeful to me. 
Right now I'm reading a book titled The Light Over London. This read about Cara, an art historian, and Louise, a member of the ATF, prompted me to do a little bit of research about something kind of strange. I've recently discovered the supposed origin of the Dear John letters. Have you ever heard of a Dear John letter? Okay, a Dear John letter is a breakup letter. You know, how they broke up before text messages. These letters were often sent to soldiers stationed overseas or those who had been away from home for a long while. They were named as such because John was the most popular baby boy name for nearly 40 years. Normally, the letters would begin, Dear Johnny, or Dear Darling, or Dear Beloved. But when your letter came and it began, Dear John, you knew there was danger ahead. The counterpart of the Dear John letter is the Dear Jane letter. These are letters no one wants to receive. In our gospel reading today, John the baptizer is in jail with a death sentence. His disciples his disciples had heard his words and they were now following not him but Jesus. John had baptized Jesus in the Jordan and heard him declared God's beloved son yet he had a very serious question for him. So he sent his disciples to Jesus to ask are you the one who is to come or are we to wait for another? Scripture does not tell the reply of John's disciple. However, we can imagine one disciple said something like this. Dear John, it has been a pleasure to be your disciple. You have prepared me for transformation. The clothes of camel hair were itchy at first, but after a while, I got used to them. The diet of nothing but locusts and wild honey has done wonders for my figure. Living in the wilderness has taught me valuable survival skills for future use. I sincerely hope that I never have to use any of them. I have also great, gained a great deal of confidence in myself by witnessing you continually ignore those who said you were demon-possessed. Thank you for these valuable skills, dear John. John, you have also taught me a great deal about faith. You have taught me to repent of my sins, a valuable practice for my daily life. You have taught me the importance of the waters of baptism. Thank you for cleansing me forever. You have reminded me that the words of ancient scripture will be fulfilled not by you, but by one more powerful than you. And that, John, is the reason I am writing you this letter. When you sent me the question to question Jesus, I knew it was important. When I heard Jesus reply, I knew he was the one you had been proclaiming. I knew he was the one we had been waiting for. I knew he was the one the world needed. This is the reason, dear John, that I can no longer be your disciple. 
I have decided to follow Jesus instead. He is the fulfillment of the words of the prophet Isaiah. Our people have been waiting for him for generations. With Jesus, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the lame will leap, and the dead will rise again. But that's not all, dear John. Lepers will be made clean, and the poor, the blessed poor, will finally be given the good news they so desperately long for and deserve. Dear John, this Jesus is going to change the world forever. Together we have prepared the way for the one who will bring the kingdom of God near to all people, Jews and Gentiles alike, and he won't stop there. Jesus will bring the kingdom of God to all creation. Won't the locusts and bees love that? This will not be easy work, I know, but you have prepared me well. I will miss you terribly. I know I may never see you again, dear John, but it is my baptismal call to follow Jesus. Someday the followers of Jesus will speak words of hope to those in prison, just like you. Someday the followers of Jesus will bring down tyrants and unjust leaders of nations, just like you preached. And they will also raise up the poor. Someday the followers of Jesus will look beyond ethnicity and nationality. Someday the followers of Jesus will usher in his reign with an end to all hatred, all violence, and any war. They may even beat their swords into plowshares, dear John. Who knows? And when their work is done and their life on earth is over, the followers of Jesus will rise to live with him forever. Dear John, this is why I want to be a disciple of Jesus. This is why I will now follow him with my whole heart. From this day forward, I will continue to prepare the world for his coming reign, just like you taught. Thank you for preparing me. Your former beloved disciple, now a follower of Jesus. Amen.